That was Simon Ellis's production of Britney Spears' Boys, which was featured on The Princess of Pop, the original doll's femme fatale tour. Hi, my name is James Rodriguez Horton, the host of The Original Doll. On The Original Doll, I unpackage music with the people who create it. We go behind the scenes and learn all about the evolutions of these songs. And at the same time, we give back to charity. So for every question a guest answers, we get items donated to charity. Big shout out to my Patreon patrons. Thank you so much for helping out. Special spotlight to Benjamin, Stephanie, and so many others. I want to let you know if you want to join for as little as a dollar a month, you're able to keep this up and running. Visit www.theoriginaldoll.com. And don't forget, find me on Instagram, the.original.doll. Now we have Simon Ellis back, and we're going to be breaking down all the different parts of the Femme Fatale Tour. In today's episode, we talk about the pre-production and what it was like going from the Circus Tour to the Femme Fatale Tour. So we're going to hop right into this. But as with every episode of The Original Doll, any audio leaking, stealing, recording, ripping is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So if people want to hear it, just send them on to this, your preferred platform for podcasts and shows. So we're going to get right to this. And don't forget, subscribe so that you have access to get these episodes as soon as they premiere. But we're going to hop right in. And I wanted to know, how many of you did in fact see the Femme Fatale Tour? Let me know on Instagram or TikTok. At TikTok, the James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. Now on with the show. Simon Ellis. Simon, thank you so much for still chatting with us. You're absolutely some pleasure. This has been a lot of fun. And for the listeners, every question that Simon answers, we get items donated to charity. And he's been kind enough to talk about all of these things. So let's jump right into your, your next uh, project that you worked on with Britney Spears, which would be mm. the 2011 Femme Fatale Tour. Mm. Now, several people were asking how did you get involved in this? Was it an easy, hey, you worked out well for the circus tour. <laughs> Let's continue on. How did it get brought up to you? Uh, yeah, yes, it was pretty much that. I mean, obviously, I did a obviously did a reasonable job on circus to get us back. I, I didn't think I would. I have to say I didn't think I would. Really? Um, well, I, and I'll tell you why. Because... Um, um, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I'm sure you must be aware, but uh, we, on the Circus Tour and the Femme Fatale Tour, we were, um, we were given random beat tests throughout the whole tour. Because one of the rules of the conservatorship was, was that there was not, we weren't allowed to partake in any kind of drugs or even at that point, at the beginning, I was told there was no no alcohol to be to be drunk on, on, on the tour. Now, me being English, I said, sorry, that's not going to work. Um, and at the time, I I I, uh, I was drinking, which 
I've actually stopped drinking. I've, I'm, I've, I haven't had a drink for 10 months. I've stopped drinking 10 months ago. And I've, Congratulations. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, anyway, yeah, so uh, we were told that we weren't allowed to uh, to drink or to partake in any kind of drugs. Um, so we were randomly P-tested. Now, um, I did drink. I didn't, I obviously didn't take any drugs of any kind, but I, I, I did drink. And um, the, so... Uh, once, 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 certain people, crew members and members of the tour, found out that that I was I was allowed to drink. Then, then it became normal for people to be allowed to drink. <laughs> so there was a lot of people thanking me for that. Um, and um, but but uh, <laughs> but it got to a point where where. Um, you know, by the end of the tour, I didn't think I'd be asked back because of that reason, because I knew that they knew that they would be pre-testing again. And um, I just thought that they might want to have somebody who... who... But by that time, uh, the, 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 the rules had been relaxed anyway, so, so we were allowed alcohol on the tour. Um, so, so that was all fine. Um, so I was kindly asked back to, to do Fed Patel. Same show... Produced uh, Shane showed out to Jamie King, um, and by that time I knew the workings and surround with mm. what I was surrounding myself with. So it was much more relaxed and, and easy for me to come into a working a working environment with uh, two hundred Americans, this little English guy walking in to who's the tea bag, you know. <laughs> who's the limey um all the, all the, the you know so it was much easier this time um to, to yeah so let me ask you this though then in in for your experience was it more was the circus tour more restrictive than any other project that you worked on with other equally big you know artists and things like that was there or is this common like Hey, uh, uh, restrictive in what way? Like, like no drinking, no, you know, no this, no that. No, sort of thing. no, no, that's never happened to me before. That's never, that's not normal. Normal, um, but there were rules and, and there were reasons for it, and, and um, everybody agreed and everybody was fine about it. And you know, um, once it was accepted that you were that you were allowed a glass of wine at the end of the show and things like that then, then it, it became much easier um, and they were and they were fine about it i mean i'm not talking about we were going out on, on and yeah. getting hammered every night <laughs> we weren't there was never <laughs> anything like that it, but you know the simple pleasure of going back to a hotel bar and having a glass of wine at the end at the end of the show is is um you know it, it uh, that became normal and it became accepted so so that no so um, it's never happened to me before, and, and it's not normal. So you get you get this call asking yeah. if you want to be a part of this. Yeah. When in that initial conversation, is there okay? Yes, you do. We'll work out the logistics later, or is it automatically like, hey, this is what we're kind of going for now. This is what we're going to be working on. Like, how soon after you say yes, is it like this is the set list? This is kind of what we're thinking about okay so yeah so i got i got the call to do it uh to do pen patel and i was still working on west i was on the westlife tour at the time and i said yes i can do it but i'm going to be i'm not going to be able to start 
Um, and so I, you're, you guys are already about two or three weeks in. Um, so, so, so what, what, but, so Jamie said, yes, okay, that's fine, but you need to come out the day that you finish Westlife. I said, fine, that's all fine. In the meantime, I can at least start some arrangements on my days off on tour with Westlife. I'd go back to my hotel room um, after the show or whatever, or, or on, on a day off, and I would, and I started to put the Penfortel show together um, musically, and, and I sent them some arrangements that they could at least get started on whilst um, whilst I was away. Um, and then I turned up in LA, and and then two, you know, they were already two or three weeks into choreography rehearsals um, without Brittany, just just with with the dancers and. and uh, and then I kind of just hit the ground running, had to really, and, and get heavily involved um, straight away on day one. Massive jet lag, the whole thing, but you just get on with it, don't you? <laughs> but, yeah. Now with that, did you follow the same kind of thing you did before? You try not to like get too familiar with the original versions of the songs? Or... Uh, yes. I mean, I'm, okay. Well, I mean, that uh, that whole album was, was, I mean, it was kind of... Uh, uh, you can probably tell me, but that whole album was just out, wasn't it? Or it was, it was just yep. released? It came out in March and the tour started in June. Right. Okay. So I hadn't listened to any of the album. I, I, I didn't know it at all. Um, so it was kind of, um, that was much easier for me. That, like now you know the way that I like to work. I don't like to listen to things beforehand. Uh, too much. So it was kind of, that was easy. I got all the stems from the record company. Uh, record companies uh, of all the songs that I had to work on and I just kind of threw them in the computer listened through them all once picked out the bits that I wanted that I knew would inspire me picked out picked out the bits that I that I needed to keep which are the, the sounds that can't be replaced uh, and then um, just started with the uh, just started with the very very basics and then just Starting my starting my work of remixing everything, um, you know, in that way. The first the first song I started on actually, um, the first day I got there, I was waiting for a a keyboard to turn up, a you know a, a piano keyboard, so I could start so I could actually start programming, um, and they were waiting for me to do something. I, I said, look, I can't do anything. I'm waiting. This keyboard's going to be two hours yet. So I was kind of just sat there with my computer in front of me. And I started work. I got bought the song Boys up. Um, um, and started playing around, like listening to it. And the bass line that, that, I, that I wrote, the bass line, I actually played it on my computer keyboard. On the, you know, you'd like, if, you, if you press cat lock on the computer keyboard, then you can you can make it make music. You can actually play play a, play a keyboard noise, and 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 I played. I think it's F, F and Y, and that that the do 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 do, and that started it. That's that's how I started the boys remix. <laughs> because I had to. I, I, I had no way of working. Right. This is. I mean, my my mind is just blown. And this is the part. Yeah. These are the parts that we would never know had you know. I yeah. got asked the question, had you not like told us this, that's amazing. So let me ask you this though. What was that? Was there the aesthetic, the sonics, what did they tell you? This is the, the femme fatale. 
you know, this is what we're doing. Yeah. At what point do you know? And how do they describe what they want from that? Um, okay, so Jamie sat me down. We had a we had a first meeting um, about it all. He sat me down, and and I remember his exact words to me. He said, "I want this to be the gayest, most exciting, fun disco gay show you've ever seen in your or heard in your life." And I was just like, "That's hilarious, fantastic." <laughs> This is coming from somebody who worked on the Spice Girls. <laughs> right. It was just, for, for Jamie to say that, it was just, I want this to be good. It was fantastic. So, um, so I mean, like the whole show had was just a non-stop party, wasn't it, really? It really was. And it, I loved it. I really loved it. Um, so it was kind of obvious what I, what I needed to do, keep, Keep the, uh, the you know keep the beauty and the, and the and the and the integrity of those songs from that album that Doctor Luke had done, and um, and just make them in, just make them into a show, make make it into a coherent musical show where it ran and and just peaked and trough at the right moment. So so the whole show was what well, I I made it so it sonically sound like like a DJ would where he would lift the you know, lift like lift the dance floor, bring them back down, take them up. And so it was like a euphoria, euphoric ride on a wave, like a DJ wave. And that's what the whole show had to be for me. Yeah. We are going to go into the different songs for the Femme Fatale tour set list. So be prepared for that. And I have many episodes coming up with different producers and songwriters and backup dancers. More about that later, but go ahead and subscribe and let people know. And once again, any audio ripping recording stealing is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So send them on this way. And then if you have somebody that you'd like me to interview, go ahead, let me know on TikTok, the James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. Big shout out to my Patreon patrons. Thank you so much, Rochelle, uh, Jenny, Tommy, Benjamin. Xavier, Adam, Lawrence, Darius, Mary, Marcus, Linda, and so many others. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the flip side.